January 5. Have a forgiving spirit. If you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Matthew chapter 6, verses 14 and 15, New Revised Standard Version. Our Savior taught His disciples to pray, Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. A great blessing is here asked upon conditions. We ourselves state these conditions. We ask that the mercy of God toward us may be measured by the mercy which we extend to others. Christ declares that this is the rule by which the Lord will deal with us. If ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Wonderful terms! But how little are they understood or heeded? One of the most common sins and one that is attended with most pernicious results is the indulgence of an unforgiving spirit. How many will cherish animosity or revenge and then bow before God and ask to be forgiven as they forgive? Surely they can have no true sense of the import of this prayer or they would not dare to take it upon their lips. We are dependent upon the pardoning mercy of God every day and every hour. How then can we cherish bitterness and malice toward our fellow sinners? If in all their daily relations Christians would carry out the principles of this prayer, what a blessed change would be wrought in the church and in the world. This would be the most convincing testimony that could be given to the reality of Bible religion. We are admonished by the Apostle, let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love and honor preferring one another. Paul would have us distinguish between the pure, unselfish love which is prompted by the Spirit of Christ and the unmeaning, deceitful pretense with which the world abounds. This base counterfeit has misled many souls. It would blot out the distinction between right and wrong by agreeing with the transgressors instead of faithfully showing them their errors. Such a course never springs from real friendship. The spirit by which it is prompted dwells only in the carnal heart. While Christians will ever be kind, compassionate, and forgiving, they can feel no harmony with sin. They will abhor evil and cling to that which is good at the sacrifice of association or friendship with the ungodly. The Spirit of Christ will lead us to hate sin while we are willing to make any sacrifice to save the sinner. Testimonies for the Church, Volume 5, page 170 and 171.